Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 34 of ABC on Pittsburgh Sports. Oh, look at that. Right out of the gate, I got a little frog in the throat. I don't know if that's a good sign or not. Uh, Michael Andonisio, Tom Bradley, and Mark Clementi. I'm still in shock. I'm still in shock over yesterday's game. I can't believe it. Um, I don't think anybody expected it. Uh, obviously, you know, the Steelers ended up 10-point underdogs, so I don't think you know, it tells you what uh, all the odds makers thought of it. Uh, but somehow, some way, with a bunch of guys I never heard of in the secondary and uh, Mitch Trubisky back in the game, they found a way and they got it done. I don't know about you. Like, I'm still in shock. I can't believe it. Yeah, I know. It's hard because, you know, we have our group text, <laughs> and I couldn't really say much because this was Michael's. Right. This is Michael's team. This is yeah. Michael's ride or die. So I, 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 felt, mean, I felt bad. Yeah, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to say anything but, too hard. But his but, team stinks. I mean, now I, well, I you were it, saying that like they were. I thought his off, the I, offense I, is bad. Yeah, yeah, I, had, I had serious questions about his offense. I think Tom Brady's got one foot in the old retirement home. Well, I, I mean, so to the, I disagreed with you. So I'm going to own this now. The fact that he went to Bob Kraft's wedding. Yeah, I, okay, I didn't that, like it. That that's all fix of that is terrible. Brady of, of ten years ago would no, never do no, that ever. No, he missed a, the walkthrough. And, and you know, you might say, "Oh, the walkthrough. What's the big deal?" It's the optics. Right. You're the quarterback. Yeah. yeah. You're the franchise. Yeah. And then you know, during the game when he's over there in those offensive linemen's right. face. If I'm one of them offensive linemen, I'm going, hey, Bucko, you were at a wedding Friday night. You walked out in two weeks of camp, and you're right. telling me I got to get my stuff together that yeah. I'm better than this? You just you just one-hopped about five passes in the first half. I mean, I, I thought that I don't want to take anything away from what the Steelers did. What they did with who they had on the field, all the circumstances, all the guys that were out, losing picket in the middle of the game – Overcoming some of the mm. the uh, coaching decisions at the end of the first half, which had me losing my mind at halftime, uh, to still be able to get that win against Brady, what I think is probably the best defense mm-hmm. in football. They are um, yeah. to get that win and potentially, you know, steer your season back in the right thing. I don't want to take anything away from what the Steelers did. But that's not the Tom Brady I know. It's just not. it's not. But at the same time, I was. You have to give credit. We've all been hard on the triumvirate on the defensive side of the ball for the Steelers. Tomlin, Flores, and Austin. Uh, they put together put together a well, hell of a game plan, and the, to the players' credit, they executed. I've been hard on ninety seven. Ninety seven had a monster game. He destroyed Gadicki. Right? Is that uh, oh, Gadecki? Gadecki, thank Gidecki. you. Well, and, and our local and, boy Haynes. Gadecki. Right, at this right. point, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Right. It's just not good. And, and, and I'll take credit for that because I, I, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I put Minka in the two down. Mm-hmm. Next week, he had a touchdown and set up or <laughs> interception. Last week, yeah. I put the triumphant in there or triumph whatever <laughs> it is in the doghouse in my two down, in my three so, down. Yes. And, and, and you know, again. You can I don't know what the ins and outs of what the game plan is, but you can't knock them and then not give them credit for that. I mean, that defense was was ready to play. There was guys you never heard of. Literally, the, again, there was more of them. Elijah Riley. Yeah. I mean, Did I you, figured out Riley Batch's real name, but, I mean, the rest <laughs> of them, I mean, there was guys in there. I'm going, I, I, Josh I know Jackson. I'm, Josh yeah. Jackson. In the NBA. I, I didn't know I don't, corner, too. I don't know. I didn't know who these guys right? were, but the, mean, you could tell by the way they were playing. That they were motivated, they were ready mm-hmm. to play, and, and you know, kudos to everybody for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I don't want to take anything away from it. That was uh, that was unreal. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, it was tough to watch yeah. because I'm not used to a 
Brady-led team kicking field goals. I don't want to see Ryan Suppock out there kicking field goals. <laughs> I know you're laughing, but it's it's hard for me to watch because Brady puts the ball in the end zone. Right. And, and the thing I go back to, listen, the, I, I talked about the Buccaneers in previous podcasts, how, how worried I was about that yeah. offensive line. And you've seen it. Austin's buddy, Robert, Robert Hainsey, yeah. the, the center. He's not very good. He, I hate to say it. He's I mean, not he's a local very, boy rooting for listen, him. But. He's not Ryan Jensen. No. Um, Luke Gadecki, Luke Gadocki, <laughs> who gives a shit. He can't play left guard. No. And you've seen the inside pressure of the Steelers getting in Brady's face. And at his age, listen. Ooh, he don't like that. No, <laughs> he does not like that. Nor should he like that. Because, oh, man. Because here's the problem. We, we, we got to think back. Brady started playing in the NFL before any of us had kids. Right. I mean, that's yeah, scary. Right. Yeah. So he doesn't like the pressure up the middle, nor would I at 45 right. years old. And so the Steelers did what they had to do. And, you know, the, listen, Trubisky, nope. Trubisky didn't play well. But the thing he did is he made five throws in that game, the five most important mm-hmm. throws that Brady didn't make. Mm-hmm. And Brady's numbers were better if you look at – you know, if you just look at the stat line, Brady's numbers look better. But Trubisky made the five throws he yeah. needed to make. The touchdown pass to Claypool. Beautiful pass. Listen, yeah. the third down pass, mm-hmm. right? You know, after mm-hmm. the, the the missed, uh, uh, the, yep. the, the what was it, the snap. Yep. You know, and he made that third throw. Third 14. He, made, it, he yeah. made a great throw. Yes. And then the throw down to Claypool on the sideline. And we busted Claypool's balls. This is the first game I've right. seen him come to play. Mm-hmm. Beautiful catch on the sideline that he made. Yeah, he was. he showed up finally. Still, at the end of the day, the Steelers tried to give the Buccaneers this game, and they still didn't want to win the game. They really didn't want to win the game. They had no interest in winning the game. I mean, you let Bush make a play on a two-point conversion. Bush can't cover. That's the first play. Devin Bush has made but I tell you what, since his rookie was, year. That was a legitimate play. It was. It was no, a great he play. Was on he came play. off He was guy. on another guy. Yeah. He came off. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and they the, the play went exactly like Tampa wanted to. But Bush recognized it, came over. It looked like – Got his hand over, didn't go through the guy. It, looked, the like, it looked like Godwin was coming through the wash, right? Yep. It mm-hmm. looked like he was coming through, and Bush made a play. And there's a guy that couldn't find his shadow in a phone booth. I mean, that's how bad a yep. defensive cover guy It was a great instinct guy play by Bush, yeah. So, you know, listen, guys that were not used to the Steelers making plays made plays. But still, they can't run the football, right? They didn't run the football again. And – now you're going to have Trubisky starting next week. Now everybody likes Mitch, right? I everybody well, Mitch Mitch is the guy. Well, the, the freewheeling Mitch, the not the Mitch that played before, and we talked about this, that was the Mitch who was afraid to make a mistake. Well, the if, Mitch that we saw, we just went out there and he if, was aggressive and this, he made plays. If this Mitch played like that right. from the beginning of the year, we Kenny have Pickett, seen Kenny. Kenny Pickett hasn't wouldn't have played a, a snap right. Yet. Right. I mean, this Mitch was the was the yeah, one yeah. that we talked about all off season that. This is your last chance. Go out there, balls to the wall, and just mm-hmm. show the NFL and the right. Steelers what you got. Yeah. Because now that they have Pickett, you're not playing for the Steelers. You're playing for your next job. Mm-hmm. And this guy, if this guy was here from the beginning of the year, it's a different team. Yeah. It's a different result. But and he's in a different spot. Over six years, the, the Mitch we've seen the first four weeks is the Mitch that's played most of his career. Now, hopefully, this is something he can build off and say, wow. Yeah. There are some throws I can make mm-hmm. in the NFL that, that aren't check downs, you right. know, and right. I, I I don't see a guy open, I'm going to take a sack. I still haven't seen him use his legs, the legs we've talked well, the about. The one run. Oh, yeah. So he the ran one a couple run. Times he ran, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a so, bootleg. Right. Yeah. 
Um, the one thing I just want to – we, we touched upon it, but this was the first game that I've seen in a while where the Steelers actually exploited another team's weakness. They went after, as we've said, the Tampa Bay's interior offensive line. That it was Tampa. That's their weakness. Yes, that's the one weakness that their team tackles has. Are good. Yeah, Murphs tackles and Smith right. are good. The weakness the that team back. had was the inside, the interior offensive line, and the Steelers exploited it. And that's why, to me, why they won the game, plain and simple. Well, and and they were able to rush four and get pressure with four, and mm-hmm. that's the key. You don't blitz Brady, and that's the key right. with Brady. If you can have seven guys that drop back in the coverage, especially the seven that the Steelers were dropping because, I mean, yeah. five of them were introduced to themselves to each other, you know, at, at warm-ups. So, you know, you needed all the guys in coverage to, to, to match up with some of the receivers that uh, Tampa Bay had. But those interior linemen, Larry Ogunjobi, huge game. Cam Hayward making his presence known. Loudermilk getting a helmet, which we talked about. You know, what changes could you make? How about we give some of these guys that aren't getting helmets a chance? Right. and. And they did because of injuries, but I, I noticed. How about Stephen Sims? I noticed louder milk. Sims was a huge thing, although he's two his, big returns. He's getting his balls ch- busted today by getting caught on that kick. Oh return. yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, working him uh, in a video film. Listen, oh, hold on. You don't get caught. No, you don't get caught. <laughs> no, you don't get caught. Jamel Bean's faster than you. Oh, yeah. I get Jamel it. Jamel Bean but, runs a four four. I get it. I mean, but he still. can run. No, if he gets caught by the kicker, yeah. that's a yeah, different no, story. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, I mean. I, I, is their season fixed? No. no. Are they all of a sudden a juggernaut? No. But we talked about uh, heading into Buffalo that I thought Buffalo should have been a bye week for them, mm. try to get healthy. Mm. They didn't. They got more guys hurt. They used to but this was, their, this was their stretch. This was the stretch if they were going to save their season. I thought Tampa Bay was a winnable game. I didn't think they would, but I thought it was winnable. I think next week in Miami is a winnable game. And Philadelphia coming off a bye. I mean, they Philadelphia is very open about what they do. They mm-hmm. want to run the football down your throat. And if the Steelers, yeah. you know, the Steelers can control that like they did yesterday. I mean, Tampa Bay came into that game yesterday wanting to run the football. Well, they mm-hmm. haven't been able to run it and, all year. That's been the problem. And the defensive line showed up. I mean, I, I give them a lot of credit for what they did yesterday. So. This is a chance that they want to write their season before the bye and then potentially get T.J. Watt back. Listen, all three of us played sports. We know how important confidence is when you're playing a game. Absolutely. And this is the type of game against a good Buccaneer team. I mean, they they were 10.5-point dogs. Right, exactly. So this can help them build a little confidence. The Devin Bushes, hey, he made a great play. Helped save the game. Hopefully he can build upon that. These no-name guys, they're going to probably play Josh Jackson. Shut Mike Evans was not one. What I mean, you didn't hear Mike Evans is one of the best wide receivers in the game. Josh Jackson had a great game against him. You can build off of that, right? I mean, that's what we hope. Mitch Trubisky, as we mentioned, hey, Mitch may realize. Let me just go out there and play, and well, not worry about throwing an interception. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, I mean, let's be. It can build. Let's be very clear about this. You know, I know that there are radio stations in this town that are just trying to jump up business. Kenny Pickett's not going to play this week. He's no, not. No chance. No. No chance. Not with two. No. I heard all the speculation right. today and all this kind of stuff. Concussions have become a two-week injury. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you're playing Tua on Sunday night with National, the whole yep, world exactly. watching. Yep. There's no, no goddamn chance or gosh darn chance <laughs> that the NFL is going to take a chance of having that repeat Mm-mm. on national no. television no. against Tua, Tua right. for God's sake. We don't want yeah. anybody staggering around throwing up gang signs. Yeah, <laughs> there that's, is no that's chance. not a good look. So the next question is, which I think we're going to talk about, is yeah. 
okay, Mitch is going to start this week. I think Mason Rudolph's probably going to be the, the backup. Yep, yeah. yep. So the way this season's going, Trubisky's going to get hurt yeah. in the first play, and Rudolph's <laughs> going to come in and win this freaking game. But, okay, Trubisky's going to get the start this week. He wins this game in Miami. What do you do against Philly? That's, I mean, that's the question, right? I mean, if we see what we saw against Tampa – and he goes out and he plays and he's not tentative. If he's not looking check down every play, if he's not taking sacks, there's a lot of ifs. Then I think he's your starter. I think if he's, you know, for all intents and purposes, he won that game. I know the Steelers were up when Kenny left, but he won that game for Pittsburgh, for the Steelers with that touchdown. Hey, he didn't pass. get Brady the ball back. Right, exactly. He didn't get Brady the ball back that uh, last whole, time. Right, no, exactly. That game, that game ends. Oh, so the then he goes yeah, and beats Miami. He goes and beats Miami in Miami. He's got you keep riding him. Well, here's the thing that Tomlin has done that has left himself open is that when he when he named Kenny the starter against Buffalo, he said he's our starter this week. Mm-hmm. He didn't make any grand declaration that Kenny's our starter going forward. Kenny's our number one. Mm-hmm. Kenny, this is Kenny's team. He didn't do any of that. So he's not locked in, in my opinion, to Kenny uh, as being a starter. To me, if Trubisky, I agree with you. Trubisky won that game yep. because that game was far right. from one. And, and quite saying, honestly, yeah, they, yep. I, I mean, again, there's no bigger Kenny Pickett fan than us. But Trubisky played better than mm-hmm. Pickett did in, the, in that game. in the big moments. And, and yep. that, yeah, in the big yep. moments. And again, that Trubisky, I, I am not saying you're ever going to see that Trubisky again. But that version of Mitch Trubisky is the quarterback that the Steelers thought they were getting, and that's why he was the starter and the anointed starter all year. So this is one thing I wanted to bring up and and discuss with both of you. I don't know if you saw the report today from Jerry Dulac of the Post-Gazette that evidently there was a locker room confrontation between Trubisky and Deontay Johnson, Hans Johnson, um, that got pretty heated in the uh, Jets game. Steelers down at half. So let's not forget, that's the game that – Deontay couldn't get both feet down in the end zone. If he does, they score there. They, the change may not be made, but evidently there was a heated uh, argument, confrontation. Um, and then at that point, the sheriff decides to sit Mitch and and move to Kenny. What do we? I don't even know what to think about this. If that's true, I have some major issues with Tomlin that he would sit Trubisky and not sit. Deontay, um, who all three of us know has been subpar to say the least this year. Um, he was the other. Where was he Sunday against Tampa? Um, so, listen, you got it. Who knows? Is it true? Is it not? You got to be very careful in the, these situations. Um, I, I, it doesn't speak I, well to the locker room of the Steelers. There's a lot you can talk about here. I don't know, and I'll address this first, and I'll let Tommy you know, expound on it. You know, Trubisky was not playing well. He's made no. some throws that, yeah, Deontay Johnson could have caught. Mm-hmm. Should have. Now, if – I would argue should have caught. Okay, should have yep. caught. If, 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 how about if Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs were having the same conversation? Is Sean McDermott going to sh- shut down, you know, Josh, Josh Allen and right. bring the backup in? You know, I, I think it's um, Matt Barkley. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. We're, we're talking about two different quarterbacks. Listen, he, Trubisky, for the most part, played bad. He made some throws that could have been caught, but mm-hmm. the body of work wasn't good. I don't know if that played a factor in it. Dulac might be trying to drum up a little bit of 
You know, well, right, I, I right. don't know. But Jerry's I, not one like that. He's a lot like Eddie Boo, where he's going to report what he hears, and he's not going to go. That's the other that thing. That couldn't have like, been the sole reason that Trubisky was benched. You I, really? were asking for him to be benched, right. regardless of any kind but of. But we know how Tomlin kept him in for why all of a sudden. That was the big question. Why then? Kenny's not prepared. It's halftime. Oh, we need a spark, whatever. I don't buy it. That's not Tomlin's M.O. It never has well, we been. we don't know his M.O. because he always had Ben. There was no backup right, unless but Ben any got position. hurt. I mean, it, that's just, it, it, Tomlin, if you look at his trade, with any position, not just necessarily quarterback. quarterback I, I don't know. Like I said, who knows? No, this I, is all I, speculation. I know, I, I, all I'm saying is if it's true and he benched Trubisky and kept Deontay Johnson, I, I have an issue with that. Sit both of them. Say both. This is unacceptable. And, and you sit both of them. I don't know. That's I mean, yeah. I don't well, know. My first thought when I heard this was coming, we all out, know Tomlin plays favorites. By the way, when I my first thought was when I first heard this today was that okay, well, Mitch is starting because this is a leak and this is somebody right. leaked yeah. this to Jerry, yeah, to put this out. Great there point to save to try to save some face for Mitch. What I was confused about was, and I didn't read the article, but I heard that I, I, I read I, it. I saw that I saw everybody talking about it, and I got the gist of it. Is it seemed to me that Deontay or Deontay Johnson was the aggressor mm-hmm. in that? That and, was certainly the case. You know, usually he wanted Mitch he, to throw him the ball more. Yeah, I mean, that's not. I don't know how the quarterback gets sat for that. As you know, to me, that's the wide receiver just saying, you know, if I'm the coach, I'm telling the wide receiver, hey, shut up and do your job. Right. If you toe tap that in the end zone, we're not probably, having this yeah. discussion to begin with. Right. So yeah, I don't know. That whole thing seemed weird and it seemed to me to be very deliberate. That all of a sudden all the sudden this week. All right. of a sudden, would, three weeks later, yeah. we're gonna have the, we're gonna bring this up about why we're doing this. That told me A, Mitch is starting. B, somebody leaked this to Jerry to say, you know, let's see if we can mm. maybe spin this narrative a little bit back towards Mitch. But it doesn't make the sheriff look good. It does not. It does I mean, not. Oh, that no tells way. you that it I mean, wasn't Tomlin. Yeah. Tomlin, listen, the, one thing I've learned, Tomlin leaks his stories to the national mm-hmm. guys. If it's a national story, you know it comes from Tomlin. If it's a local story, 100%. it's the yep. people that have been around there forever mm-hmm. or, more importantly, the players. That are mm-hmm. leaking this story to the local guys, specifically Dulac, and that's what you need to know about where these leaks come from. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I I find it to be very strange, and it's another thing where, again, you look at Tom and kind of, with, eh, what what's going on over there? Right. I, you know, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, so let's look forward. Uh, Steelers go traveling to Miami Sunday night. Uh, what are we thinking? What are prediction time? Well, again, I feel kind of the same way as I did last week against Tampa. I don't think Miami's a great juggernaut football team. They've lost three in a row. Yes, they're getting Tua back. I'm not a Tua fan. I've been on record as saying that. I don't like the way he throws the ball. I don't like him as an NFL superstar quarterback. Um, Tyree Kill and, and and his weapons that they have down there. Uh, Gusecki woke up last week and had a couple touchdowns. Right after yeah. Michael cut him in fantasy football. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> um, uh, he, he got two touchdowns last week. So, But, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd have to see the stats to know. I always feel like the Steelers play at Miami well. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, yeah, everybody think of the hurricane game. Down there, Ben. Yeah, Ben's, yeah. Ben's mm-hmm. first game. Yeah, but uh, I like the Steelers' chances this week. I, I like them to cover for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think if if we get that second half, Mitch again, 
Um, and again, well, it, it, you don't know about injuries. Right. So, you know, we, we, we're taping this for everybody to know on Monday night. So, you know, we'd have no idea. I mean, they, there were six key guys missing. There were some more dings last game. I don't know how many. I would assume the concussion guys will be back. Fryermuth, I, I would assume. Fryermuth, I'm very worried about that dude. He had but he two was concussions at, yeah, last year. Yeah, but he year. was at the game, and he seemed, you know, that's usually a sign. If, yeah. they're, if they're around the team with concussions, that's usually a good sign. Like when Sid had his concussion, he was gone. You're Nobody right. knew yeah, anything right, about right. what was going on with him. Um, but, I, you know, I, I assume – that a lot of those things were not weak, uh, long things, uh, other than that Liao injury that mm-hmm. came out of nowhere at the end of right, the year where he weird. went on IR. Yeah, end of last week. Yeah, yeah he did something yeah. to practice. Um, but I would assume most of these the defensive guys are going to have a chance. I think Fryermuth will play. I like the Steelers. I think the Steelers are going to get a win this week. Well, the, wow. whoever I pick, you got to go opposite, right? No kidding. No Wait, kidding. You were 0-3 last week. Tommy and I were 1-2. None of us are Nostradamus. Yeah, that's true. I, I No, yeah. my picks this year have been awful. So if you're listening to this, whoever I decide to pick right now and in our other two games that we're picking later on, you're going to want to go opposite of what I'm picking. So, I, more than likely. Hey, I just think keep I got, in mind that my business is you know centered around the Steelers <laughs> being relevant. So don't right. let that judge you what no, you're I, picking. I, no, but, I mean, and, if you want to pick Miami, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I am going to take Miami. Yes. I'm not stole, sold on the Steelers at all. Um, they didn't do anything offensively that really changed my mind. Um, Tampa's offense looked stagnant. Um, some of that had to do with the Steelers' mm-hmm. defense. There's mm-hmm. no question about it. Miami's weapons, the speed with Waddle and Tyreek Hill, you got Mike Gusecki, you got Raheem Moster, you got Chase Edmonds, and and you got Tua coming back. Listen, it's Tua, and listen, I'm like you guys. I'm not sold on Tua either, but he's a hell of a lot better than Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Skylar Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. I, I, you know, that's part of the reason Miami's lost three in a row. Skylar Thompson had to play a game and a half by himself. So I'm going to take Miami this week. I like Miami secondary. Um, I think they're going to shut the Steelers' wide receivers down. And the Steelers haven't shown the running game at all. We're six games into the season. They still can't run the ball Mm -hmm. at all. They're just saving it, bud. They're saving saving it. They're going to bring it out. They're going to break it out later in the year, bud. Don't worry about it. This year? (laughs) Is it going to be a different year? No, it might probably be going to be next year. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's going to be this year. It's definitely not going to be in week seven. I like the Dolphins 24-21. Yeah. I'm very worried that what we saw Sunday is fool's gold. Uh, a little bit of an aberration. Um, it was a weird game. It was a very weird game. Um, you know, listen, they won, and you can't take that away from them, but I'm still not convinced that this team can go to Miami and pull off a victory. I just I, – I'm not seeing it still. Um, let the Steelers string a few games together, then I may jump on board a little bit so and say, okay, yeah, prove it to me. I think that Tampa offense is just in shambles, specifically that interior offensive line. You're not going to face that same thing in Miami this week. Um, from what I've seen, their offense is a, a pretty well, you know, well-oiled machine. Um, before Tua got hurt, I mean, they were slinging the ball around pretty good. And, and listen, last and, week against Minnesota, or this, yeah, this yesterday right. against Minnesota, mm-hmm. they were driving for the winning touchdown, and Jalen Waddle fumbled. The Minnesota defender picked it up right. and returned it Different. for a touchdown. Right. So they were even with, yeah. even with Teddy Bridgewater, who sh- probably shouldn't have been playing in that game, <laughs> right, going right, on right, a right. two-week concussion thing. But Skylar Thompson got hurt, and I guess you know they had to. Yeah, Waddle right. or Tyreek Hill can't <laughs> play quarterback, so they they went to him. 
Miami had a chance to win that game at the end, mm-hmm. and and they just you know they yeah, fumbled away. Let me see a little more from the Steelers. Um, so for I'm going to say Miami, uh, they're going to win. They're going to put up some points. Um, 27-17, somewhere in that okay. in that neighborhood. I think they cover, and, and the Steelers are, are still look. At the I end of the day, the I think What's the, the line. Have you seen the line? Uh, I think the, it's probably three and a half. No, no. I think it's three. It's uh, bigger it's, than that. Yeah, it's bigger. I think I want to say five. Well, I, I checked. I yeah. thought I heard. I thought I heard. Yeah, it was I want to say five. Yeah. Um, listen, at the end of the day, kudos to, to Hayward for finding what he did. And Ogan Joby, I'm worried about him. He went out. I mean, he had a, a monster game. Um, he finished, though. He finished again? Yeah, okay. He I wasn't sure. All right. I was in the midst of doing some stuff for work. But um, I, I just uh, – the Steelers need some ass kickers up front on both sides of the ball. And until I see some ass kicking taking place, I'm not going to pick – I just can't pick the Steelers prior to again. I just can't. So – we're going to say Dolphins. All right, so the other games we're going to – there aren't many great games, unlike this, this past bad. weekend. Yeah, this past weekend was really good. Uh, this upcoming weekend, not so much. Uh, let's start out. Kansas City, just coming off a loss to the Bills. Boy, oh, boy, how good are Josh Allen and Stephon Listen, Diggs, dude? I mean, regular season holy champs, baby. Shit. Uh, regular Tom season champs. Yeah. I don't think I don't that's think so. be I think year. you're going to uh, say no. I, 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 I predicted last week Buffalo will win that week and, and Kansas City will win in the playoffs, bud. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. I think Buffalo's defense is top notch. And, and the difference this year is Vaughn Allen or Vaughn Miller. Miller. Yeah. I'm sorry. That do, uh, who? he just the art of pass rushing. If you want to learn the art of pass yep. rushing, Watch that's him. the guy. If you look at the last play that he rushed Mahomes, the entire game he was rushing outside. He gave the guy an outside move, Came went inside, inside yeah. and caused Mahomes to throw a ball that he was right. ill-advised. And Allen is probably the best pure passer I've seen since Marino. Miller. Vaughn Miller. We keep saying Vaughn Allen. I don't know who Vaughn Allen is. I said Josh Allen. Allen. He's talking Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Oh, Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah, best pure passer since Marino. So I, I agree me. with that. You're I mean, nobody slings it down the field like this kid does. Oh, the hell with him. I, I can't stand him. What is your problem? I don't know. I don't like him. Nice I don't like him. No, he's not. I don't like Why Shaq is he a nice Washington. guy? How do you know he's a nice guy? Maybe he walks out a tunnel and kicks a dog <laughs> or punches a kid in the face. How do you know wow. who he is? Uh, you don't know it, what he does. He's, he's, Tommy's he, giving us a rant a little early. I don't like him. He's, he ain't won nothing. He, and I don't care for the way. Except I, I, for this year. No, what, what do you win? He's going to win it this year. Ah, well, well, if he does, then, you know, maybe I'll, then you can tell me I'm wrong. But I, right, well, I just. So he walked. He, the, all of Buffalo. McDermott, the head coach. Allen, they all walk right. around like they invented football. They ain't want a gosh darn thing, but they got this air. They got, got an attitude about it. Tommy doesn't like the Bills. I don't like Watson. My son Jake, he's playing on the, his, yeah. his flag football team, Buffalo Bills. Bills. I got to look at this now. And they won. Yes, they won. See, there you go. I know. Something about the Bills, baby. You know, you know what? Well, Why I love Josh Allen in Super Bowls. You don't have a Josh Allen on that? No, team? I don't. No, <laughs> God, no, we don't. <laughs> we're, we're all off track here. What the hell are we even talking anyway, about? Anyway, Kansas City's playing. San Francisco at San Francisco. Wow, um, San Francisco Both coming up. Yeah, San Francisco went into Atlanta and, <laughs> and shit, shit the, the bed. bed. Yes, I mean literally shit the bed. Coming off I a huge win against I the Rams, can't too. Figure out San Francisco. That was a trap game. That's the, the definition of, of a trap game. I, some weeks, Garoppolo, you're like, wow, this guy can lead a team to the playoffs and maybe win something, and then he goes to Atlanta and loses to Marcus Mariota. Yeah. That can't happen. Well, I think that, like I said, that was the definition of a trap game. Coming off the huge win against the Rams, 
that game sandwiched in between the KC game. I think. Um, so that being said, I'm taking San Francisco. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm in a I'm in a conundrum here. I've got Patrick Mahomes, conundrum. Not like but that. I have San Francisco's defense in my fantasy football league, so mm. I don't know what the hell to predict there. Cut Mahomes. Mm. I'll no, pick him up. No. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think Kansas City wins this game. I think they're going to put up a lot of points. I think yeah. they're going to I think they're going to come from a at a bad mood, ready to uh, throw up a number. So I think Kansas City wins this game. I'm with you, Tommy. I think it's Kansas City. They're gonna they're they're pissed. I wouldn't want to be San Francisco. I, I mean, what San Francisco put on tape was not good. And it's also That's a lot for San Francisco. So. You play the Rams. Big physical, emotional game. You yep. fly across country and that's play the same Atlanta, thing Kansas City got to do. And now they got to fly yeah. all the way back home right. to play. Well, Kansas City's in the middle of the country, Bob. They ain't going. Yeah, where are they going? Still, they're going yeah. on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. I, I like KC in this game. Mahomes doesn't lose two in a row. These are the kind he of games San Francisco wins. No, they do. Every you're right. Time you're right. San Francisco, you're but like they're done. Do you really think Patrick Mahomes going to lose two games in a row? I no. do this week. I think, I think okay, this is wow. going to be the week. San Francisco's well, defense yeah, is Yeah, but really Michael good. said it. So, it's yeah. so okay. obviously, yeah. it's got to be Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. Yeah, That's right. why you let me pick first. Yeah. All right. Last, Whenever I pick, you guys go opposite. Last game is an AFC North tilt. Oh, this could be God. a tie. It could, it could be Cleveland a, at Baltimore. How did Baltimore blow that game against the Giants? It's going to be a 4 4 because, tie. Like you always be. say, Mark. Lamar Jackson yes. can't make the he big can't. play. That's why he not, always misses I, the listen, big Listen, I love Lamar. I was hoping Steelers would draft him. I, I was on the record at that that year. I like that they would take him. The microphone towards um, me. So <laughs> it's not like I'm a Lamar basher. I, I, I like Lamar, but I'm also I look I see um, with my eyes. This guy it just I, talk about not being able to get it done in just regular. That's that's Lamar to a T. The Cleveland stinks. I mean, they don't so, stink. The problem, the problem they, with Cleveland is, is well, the problem is stink. Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. He he makes and he only makes one mistake a game, but the mistake he makes is the worst possible mistake you can make. Yeah, and he makes it every single game. Uh, other, well, he even made it in the Steeler game, but they still won that game. So I don't even know how that happened, but. Um, I, I gotta take. Who are you taking? I gotta take Baltimore here. Yeah, right? that's that's what I, that's <laughs> you what have I think. to take Baltimore yeah. here. I, I just. Cleveland hasn't shown me Oof. any way they can make a big play. That was an atrocity yesterday. Well, it, it got out of hand, yeah, but yeah. it got out of hand after Brissett made the big mistake. Yeah, right. And yeah. that that's the problem. Every time he makes the big mistake, the game and gets somehow away he didn't from make him. it against the Steelers. No, he well, didn't. well he did, but they still won. Oh, that's true, yeah. Well, I mean, what you gotta do what, what Belichick does, you know, Belichick always takes your number one option away from you. Right. He he was not gonna let Cleveland run the ball, and you make Brissett throw the ball, and that's that's the formula. Can Baltimore? Is this game at? This at, Baltimore. at Baltimore. Yep. Boy, I got it. I'm telling you, it's going to be a four-four tie. <laughs> two two safeties yeah. each. Uh, yeah, I mean, it? I guess since I have Baltimore, to, yeah. I'll take Baltimore. Yeah. Just because it's at home, and I mean, you know, Baltimore's lost five. I, th- I think five of their last six at home. Uh, I'll take Baltimore, but boy, I I don't feel great about it. Yeah, I don't no. think any of us do. It's no, like, it's not. Yeah, we're all like, eh, Baltimore. No. <laughs> Yeah. But who are you taking? Baltimore? Baltimore. Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, yeah. Well, I mean, we just agreed with Michael, so. Yeah, we're, well, we're done. So, yeah. we all lost. So, everybody it's a, it's knows, loser. listening, it's, if, you, if you're a gambler, take Cleveland. Yeah. Take Cleveland <laughs> on the points. All right. Uh, on to college football. Pitt obviously had a bye week, uh, but the news came out today. Unfortunately, Carter Warren, uh, the starting left tackle, out for the season. In a typical Narduzzi fashion, he doesn't disclose what the injury is. He just announced that he's out for the season. 
Um, so tip of the cap to Carter. He's been a great Panther. Um, he mostly, he's definitely probably going to get a shot. Definitely, probably. Listen to me, and I'm a corporate communicator by trade. Um, and you are, I, you are a valedictorian. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't. But um, <laughs> scary Smith. No, it was Gabe Catone. Oh, you know, worse. Gabe, yeah. Gabe was oh, one. Was it? Yeah, Gabe was valedictorian, and then Glenn Desi was number two. Who the hell were you? Dude. I was three, I think. Well, you were a president. Yeah, well, whatever. Doesn't it doesn't matter. I was three. Someone got three. Boats. I was nothing. I was the bronze. Yeah, I won the bronze, like in the documentary. Who the yeah. bronze? It's just like who, 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 who? how'd you become president of our class? By the way, somebody voted. Somebody for voted for me. Did we? Yeah, did you vote I for? Vote. I don't vote for anybody. Yeah, I, I don't. Do, I don't vote in any. Elections. I don't vote anymore. But yeah, I was voted in. No, I don't vote on. I don't know how. But um, what the hell were we talking about? I don't know. We were talking about... Uh, you keep knocking us off. You keep knocking us off. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you point at me. Yeah. It's always me. I think it was Second you. Second shooter on the grassy knoll. Get it's always me. Get your stuff together. Uh, what the hell were we... How do we... Get, I was talking about... Pitch. Oh, I was saying definitely, probably. Yes. No, definitely he's going to get a shot on Sundays. Um, he'll be missed. Uh, they're going to pick between Gabe Hoy, Gonsalves, and Branson Taylor, who's been playing there in Carter's absence. We'll see. We've been talking about their depth since before the season started. It's been tested. Week after week after week, at some point, and well, I think it has. It's already caught up to them. They don't have the depth we thought they had, um, and I think this is going to be another indication of that. You're weak. I mean, you lose an NFL caliber left tackle, it's going to hurt you. Yeah, and, and this is no different. So, um, but they travel to Louisville, take on Malik Cunningham and the in the Cardinal uh, in Louisville. Eight o'clock game. Eight o'clock game. Every it's game they play. Pri- another prime time game. ACC Network. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, ACC Network. Um, I don't. I, I don't see how they win this game. This is the type of team that gives them fits. Uh, I think uh, Cunningham's going to throw two long touchdown passes. He's going to use his legs, um, and that defense. Hate to say it, I love all the play, but they don't have the discipline to contain him. Um, they're going to come off assignment. All kinds of crazy things are going to happen. I think Louisville wins this game. Yeah, I agree with you. I, this is a this is a, I hate to say it, but I mean, I mean, unless is, unless Super Izzy goes crazy right. again, and, that's the key. Yeah, um, but I mean, even so, I, I I don't know how much this guy can continue to do. Um, Louisville's going to put up points, and is there any mm-hmm. way to pick and score enough points to keep up with them? I don't think so. I don't know enough about Louisville's defense, honestly, mm-hmm. to to know what kind of it's if, mediocre. If, if it's mediocre. Can, that's Louisville well, in a nutshell. It's mediocre. Offense, so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 this is a, this is to me, this is a game that was the layup for Pitt six weeks mm-hmm. ago, and now it's a loss, and that just shows you where this Pitt yep. season is going. Yep. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you guys. I, I mean, listen, I, I, I was at the Virginia Tech game, and you know, Izzy just we that talked was about it last game. week. Yeah, I mean, that was Izzy's game. Superhuman numbers, mm-hmm. and we watched Slovis week in and we got not be able to move the offense through the air. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how any way Louisville doesn't put seven and eight guys in a box and say, mm-hmm. okay, let me see what you can yep. do with the football. Yep. And so I think this is going to be the week where we're going to see if Slovis can actually do anything with right. the football. And to this point in the season, I haven't seen him do anything with mm-hmm. the football. So I'm going to take Louisville. I hope I'm wrong. Same I really here. do. I'm, I hope because I'm wrong. If they win this game, this could springboard them, uh, you know, hopefully uh, to make a little run in the Coastal. Um, but yeah, the confidence level just yeah. you just it's not there so based I, upon performances this year. I'll go with Louisville too. But before we get off college football, yeah. this, past oh. week, this past week was I mean unbelievable. It, it was. I special. mean, it started off great because the Nittany Lions got trounced. Well, Penn State did what that they was, normally do. Yeah, they right. play five third teams. 
They beat them. They're mm-hmm. five and zero. They're in the top ten. Then they play Michigan or Ohio State. Not right. in the same order. They get trounced. Then they'll win a game. Then they'll play Ohio State or Michigan again, get trounced again. And then they'll either lose to Iowa or mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be eight and three. Right. And that's how they, that's hey, how their season goes. Tom so, brought up a great point before we started recording the podcast about James Franklin and Pat Narduzzi, how they're very similar uh, in many regards, and how all their teams are going to shake out the same way year after year because of their limitations. We'll talk about that in another podcast, but I thought that was a great point in Tommy's spot. Yeah, they, they, it's, it's eerily similar yeah. in, in the way that they approach their teams, even though, like Tommy mentioned, Penn State gets the better recruits, but the results aren't always better. And Pitt always disappoints us with one or two losses mm-hmm. that you're like, ah, they shouldn't have had that loss. So Georgia it's, Tech. It's it's the same, it's the same season every year for both programs. Right. Penn State's gonna finish eight and three. You know how they're gonna get there. Yep. Pitt's gonna finish seven and five, eight and four. You know how they're gonna get there. And, and we're all at the end of the year going, I can't believe it happened again. But it does. And what a shame this year, because that Tennessee loss in overtime is looking pretty damn good. If you didn't lose that game to fucking George, excuse my French, excuse me. Um to Georgia Tech. You can't think say, about it. You, can't you say can say F. F. You can say the F one, but you can't okay. say GD. Okay. And you can't say right. if anymore. Right. If like if is right. Yeah, well, okay. Let's not use All that right. word well, anymore. Why? But you see what I'm saying? It like, it, think it, about that. Always say if. Think about that. If they're sitting there, what at five and one you right now? Said, he just said, he said it again. He just said it. I know. But yeah, but you can't. I know. They're not. They're four and two. Right, I know they're not. That's who they are. But it's infuriating. Well, it is infuriating. But that—that's who they are. They would be top ten. They would be. I didn't say not. if. <laughs> no, but you said would. <laughs> but it feels like it, it feels like you know. There's a couple people on Twitter that I follow that are pit guys, and you know, I feel like every year it's the same post. Right. You know, if only this would have happened. If only that would have happened. If yeah. this would have happened. Well, sure. It's right. like it every year. You could say that in every if game. They get, yes. If they get players X, Y, and Z in recruiting, this will happen next year. It, it's the same thing right. with both programs. It just it's a different story. But you can you can fill out the end of the story every year in the beginning with what's going to happen with the both programs. Right. And they, much as they two programs hate each other, the reality of it is they're a lot closer <laughs> to being the same, same program right. than either one of them want to admit. It's a great point. But it, it's, well, I, yeah, I brought up Tennessee. It did. Let's, Let's talk about that incredible wow. fo- instant classic. Wow. And if you're not a college football fan after what, then go basketball. Everything or right now that college Football is the NFL isn't. The NFL will put you to sleep. I mean, watching that Steelers oh, game. Oh, Steeler Tampa. Compare that to the Tennessee and Alabama. I game. gotta tell you, I no, listen, I didn't watch I, I turned on the Thursday night game, I'll admit it, for maybe ten minutes on Amazon Prime. Oh. I would rather have a catheter inserted <laughs> than watch the Bears and the Commanders play a football game again. That's how bad that was. Well, that's two weeks in a row with just so, total trash. Yeah, so the difference in when I sat down Saturday, and you're right, Michigan ran for 419 yards on on. I couldn't watch State. it because I was here at the shop and I was falling on my phone. And I then, and then I go I into the, the Tennessee-Alabama game, and you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop because Alabama always winds up finding a way to win a game, right? Mm-hmm. They always do find a way. They didn't find a way this no. way. Malik Hooker, or a, a no. Hendon Hooker, Hendon, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hendon Hooker, wow. Yeah. I mean, the throw. As you said, he's this year's Kenny Pickett. He had that extra year. He's come back. I mean, he was an average quarterback. He was terrible with Virginia. Terrible. And last year, he had a pretty good year. Let's be. Let's give it to him. He had a. After the pit game last year, it clicked for him, and he had a pretty good year. The way he played Saturday puts him in the lead for the Heisman. Yeah. And he's now probably a top ten pick in the draft. The throw he made 
to end the game oh. before the field goal. He got hit right in his chops and put that ball right, right on the right, right where it needed. That's the only place yep. he could have thrown that ball. Yeah. Um, that game was back. It was like a heavyweight fight. It just kept going it back was. and forth, back and forth. And like you said, if you love college football, that's what you live for. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, this is the end of my day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the end of my no. day because I wound up staying uh, staying up to watch USC and Utah. And there was nothing Caleb Williams did for USC that would take him out of the Heisman race. He threw five touchdown passes through for how well many? Over to, how many to Addison? Uh, I think one. One. Addison yeah. got hurt. He did. Oh, I didn't hear that. Okay. He did get hurt. And then you got uh, Cameron Reisner for Utah. He threw three touchdowns and ran for three touchdowns. They win 43-42. That I kid mean, impressed the hell out of me. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. he played a great – and you're talking about a guy playing with limited skill position players compared to Caleb Williams playing at USC. I mean, Saturday was what you love about college football. Yeah, and yeah. I, and, and I've always been a, a pro guy. I have never been a huge college guy. But I mean, you know, I started out Saturday watching Penn State and Michigan, and then you text me asking me where Joe was on TV. You know, like yeah, that. yeah, you know, and I was, you know, I was trying to find Akron. I was watching Michigan and, and Penn State, and then I sat around and watched, you know, Alabama and mm-hmm. Tennessee next, and then that flowed right into USC mm-hmm. and Utah. Utah. And I mean, when that game was over, I mean, Caleb Williams was crying. The tight end who had a game of his life for Utah's crying and the emotions mm-hmm. and and all that kind of stuff and. Uh, the atmospheres and stuff. And then Sunday, you know, watching the Steelers and Bucks, and I'm, you know, rooting for the Steelers as a business owner harder than I've ever rooted for anything in my life because I'm trying to keep them relevant mm-hmm. to keep, right. you know, keep drinking beer. Um, but, you know, you're flipping back to the red zone and I'm watching some of these red zone games. It's like, oh, brutal. God, yeah. this the NFL's is been brutal. awful. Mm-hmm. But this is what the NFL wants. They want everybody to Parody. be the same. They want, yep. they want everybody to be in contention. And now you got well, a I don't bunch of contention, but give me a game um, I can watch. You got a lot of vanilla. You got a lot of vanilla right now, man. And whoo, it is tough to watch. Yeah, and the college game is just so much more exciting. Bottom line, it is. I mean, it's just it, it truly is. And, and I've always been a college guy, basketball yeah. and mm-hmm. football. I know he's been more of a pro guy, but I, I listen for college football. For me, is I love Saturdays. Now mm-hmm. I always look at the schedule. We, oh, I don't want to watch that game. I'm going to watch this game. And this Saturday, I mean, I was hunkered down three games in a row, and I mean, I was there all night. And so, speaking of Joe, let's talk about before we leave college football. Let's talk about Akron and that moment was pulling out right there, man. I mean, you can tell. It's so a, let's bring everybody up to speed. What happened in the game? Go ahead, Michael. You tell him. Uh, DJ Irons had another nice game throwing the football. He's, if you're a quarterback, and I don't know if any high school quarterbacks are going to listen to this, but if you're a high school quarterback and you have an opportunity to play for Joe and you don't, you're dumb. That's yeah, it. Yeah, he, he put he, <laughs> That's all I have to say. the way he coaches offense, he puts his players in the best position to succeed. Um again, he knows this year, obviously, with a limited offensive line, and I'm using that word limited as a kind <laughs> word. Limited offensive line. I mean, they ran the ball Saturday twenty times for seventeen yards. That's that's mm-hmm. actually backwards. <laughs> If you think about it, I mean, those are backward stats. I mean, the Steelers can't run the ball, but this is even yeah, worse. Yeah, this is, this is on another level. But he puts his team in a position to be in the game every game. Now you take right. the Tennessee game out where Josh Heupel right, was running the score up on him where he got a bunch of one double-A offensive linemen playing. Joe's much closer to succeeding than not. It's that it, the, the line is so close. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously they had a fumble. He needs a couple of recruiting classes. His recruiting yes, classes. Yes, and I seen his recruiting class coming in this year. He got a kid mm-hmm. from Berkshire, a linebacker. Um, mm-hmm. 
He got a linebacker coming in for Brashear, three-star guy who set out this year. Um, he has two other three-star guys, and he's only recruiting defense and offensive linemen. Yeah, he's so, up to like 74th in the country, which yes. is unheard of for a Mac school. He, yeah, he's moving up in the country. So, Yeah, I mean, again, you, you take a program that was as bad a program as you could possibly step into. Probably the worst. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, he's been in just about every Mac game this year, which is what he, you know, which is what he mm-hmm. should be competing at. And the Liberty game. And, uh, and, I mean, this game, he was right there. You know, they got the ball driving to win the game. Unfortunately, you know, uh, an unforced error. And uh, mm-hmm. it turns on him. So, I mean, you know, it's the, the hardest steps are the first steps. And uh, you can tell he's getting there. He's so, changing the culture. Yeah. 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 Shout out Co- ball coach Mo, uh, Joe Mo, as he's known. Joe Mo. Ball coach Joe Mo. All right, let's go from the field to the ice. Penguins couldn't have asked for a better start to the season, Tommy. I mean, this is – you're seeing how talented this team is. It's unfortunate the season's so long. Yeah, I'd love to go and, right to the playoffs. Right, can they win it? Yeah, so can right we now. just I mean, go right to They're the showing right – listen, I know Tampa played Friday night and they came to Pittsburgh. I don't care. It's early in the season. It doesn't matter. They had their backup goalie, and I heard all the excuses – I follow some Tampa people on Twitter, and you heard all the excuses. But you also – there's a disparity in talent level between those two teams, without a doubt. And when the core is playing as good as they are, and you're getting scoring from Danton Heinen, Kapanen, who it looks like a completely different player this year. Um, love Jason Zucker's game right now. Absolutely love his game. You're seeing his speed. He'll go in the corner. He beats defensemen to lose pucks. The, the, you talked about how they overhauled the blue line. You're seeing that, how steady Jan Ruda is. You're seeing a little edge to Pedersen this year. Um, and Petrie is, is playing like the way we had hoped he played, like two years ago when he helped lead the Canadians uh, all the way through the playoffs. This is a very talented hockey team. It's just unfortunate it's such a long season. Well, and what you're seeing is, you know, again, the, 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 cruel, the cruelty of the NHL. Is that I mean we are literally six months away from the start of playoffs, yeah. and it is a long, miserable grind in a tough game. You know, I, I was at both games um, Saturday and Sunday or Thursday, Thursday and yep. Saturday, and uh, you know, first game, you know, Petrie got hurt blocking a shot. Uh, mm. Russ went off hurt mm. blocking a shot. Dumlin went off, caught a shot in his wrist, block, you know, skating off. And every one of them, you're watching them go to the bench going, oh, no, not already. <laughs> you know, and then Saturday night, same thing. Six or seven guys in the first two games hobbling off the ice and stuff. I mean, it's just such a brutal game that uh, it is just so hard to make it through this grind healthy. But this is why they brought this team back together because when healthy and when whole – this is a good hockey team. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that they've gotten to the playoffs the last two years. Their goaltenders have been hurt. Um, Zucker hasn't been himself. You know, he's had health issues uh, since the beginning. Malkin's coming off recon- second reconstructive surgery. Um, Carter is 37 years old, and they played him too mm-hmm. much the last year plus that he's been here. And he looks like a, a, a dead soul when he gets there. Um, it, it's just a long grind. If this team can be healthy, and 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 yeah. ready to go at playoff time, then this team can win a Stanley Cup. They can be a contender, mm-hmm. but they don't have any room for error. They have no depth. Mm-hmm. They have nobody you know that can just step up and play with Sid and, and Malkin if somebody gets hurt. You know what happens in a regular season? Look, they're making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is a long grind. They just got to get there. You know, you you said something off air that I thought was funny and that I've actually not rooted for, but. 
when you see during the course of the year, Malkin gets hurt and misses three or four weeks, or Crosby gets hurt and misses three or four weeks. In my mind, I always go, well, that's a nice break for those guys. Mm-hmm. They get a chance to yep. catch their breath and relax for a little bit and stuff like that. As long as there's no seizing any injuries mm-hmm. and these guys can get in mostly healthy to the playoffs, these guys are going to be fun mm-hmm. to watch this year. They are. That's my question. So we're, we're what, two games into the season? Yeah, third game, third game three, tonight. Right? Yep. So my question is, like they do in the NBA, and I know it's a little different because of the roster construction, mm-hmm. right? I mean, in the NBA, if you sit a guy, you can bring a guy up from the G League. I know you can't typically do that in the NHL. You get what you get with two extra players or whatever. But w- w- pens only have two because salary cap issues, right? So my point is, instead of them getting hurt, why don't you just give a couple of these older guys a in. week off, mm-hmm. just a built-in week off, instead of them being injured and they can still skate. Would you think that's a possibility? Well, you have to remember that this is a sport, unlike your sport, NBA, um, where a guy will get hit in the mouth and lose six teeth, and he'll maybe miss a shift and then come back and play later on that game. Whereas in the NBA, I think LeBron has missed time because he had to get a haircut. Um, he his shoelace, but that's not his, the point. His one shoelace was longer than the other. But my, my point is to the mentality. Hockey players are warriors. Well, that's they just I get that. I'm not saying <laughs> okay, that's I'm not dumb. necessarily saying for this team and you know it's been talked about for the last couple of years load management and yes. Yes. and all that kind of stuff, but it's just not the so mentality. The players don't that goes want to do it. So the end result's going to be the same again. Well, okay. Not necessarily. Why? If they're not if they're if the team stays healthy and the and they're able if, if there it is yeah, again. I know, I know. <laughs> Well, I can't predict the future. I mean, what do you want me to say? Don't say it. Well, what do you want me to say? They're old. They're going to get hurt if they play them every game. That's going to happen. Yes, it is. No. The point is, is that if a majority of the time, if they have four lines and they're and all six defensemen are healthy, and they can, if 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 Crosby can play nineteen or eighteen minutes a game as opposed to twenty one or twenty two, those two or three minutes don't seem like a lot, but over the course of an eighty game season. It wears itself down. Same with Latang. You know, the beginning of this season so far, one thing I've liked so far about Sullivan, mm-hmm. so much more than I have in the past, penalty kill. My number one pet peeve. Penalty penalty killing is a brutal job. It might be one of the hardest jobs mm-hmm. in professional sports because you have four guys I throw on the ice against five, and those four guys have one job. Jump in front of that frozen brick that's coming at you at 140 miles an hour constantly for two minutes and then keep rotating and rotating and rotating. The problem I always had with the Penguins these last few years is that they do treat every game like it's game seven of the Stanley Cup. And you had Chris Letang out there. You had Brian Rust out there. You had Jeff Carter out there killing penalties. This year, Letang hasn't killed any penalties. Rust has been used very sporadically. Same with Carter. They're bringing him out at the end. Yeah, your penalty kill should be the fourth line guys. Yeah, I want to see Ryan Paling and Archibald. And the third line guys. The guys that are not your stars should be out there jumping in front of Bucks. And that's the one thing so far, it's only been two games, that Sullivan is doing. He's starting to trust guys other than the stars. And those minutes add up. Those are hard minutes. But my point, Tom, was I was trying to make is that does it matter where their seat is? I mean, at no, the end of the day. No, no. So, if you know you're making the playoffs, you get yourself comfortable the first, what, six weeks of the season, and then you start resting people. And you don't, they don't have to get injured to be re- – you're not rested when you're injured. You're fucking injured. 
There's a difference. Well, you can't say that, but you can't say the F. Oh no, you can no, say the F word. You can't say GD. You can't say gosh darn. Yeah. Um, but no, part of it is also to what Mark said. Forget the mentality. Forget everything right. else. The Penguins are carrying a 22-man roster. They have one extra forward and one extra defenseman. So you can't just take Crosby, Malkin, all no, those not, guys not out. The same. I understand time. that, but it's hard. It's hard to juggle all that. It's harder than can you yeah. limit minutes then. That's what we talked about. Okay. Yeah. So I was just you saying. You just limit the minutes. So yes, if you if you're able. And so if you lose a game, and that's so what, what? Yes, and that's what and that's been a big yeah. pet peeve of mine with Sullivan is yeah. that him and all the players treat every game like it's game seven. Okay. So if Crosby can go from 21 minutes to 18, if Carter can go from 18 to 14, which those is what minutes, we're seeing so far. Yes, which those is good. minutes accumulate over the course of the year, not wear and, and tear. That, yeah. Takes it down. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. All right, so long season, great start, more to come. Canadians tonight, we'll see if the Penguins can continue their winning ways. Uh, first uh, road trip, so this should be interesting. Casey DeSmith in goal for Case, his first yeah, game tonight. Casey DeSmith coming back from his injury. Uh, a lot more Penguin talk to come on ABC on Pittsburgh Sports. But for now, let's go from the ice now to the baseball field. Uh, we are ABC on Pittsburgh Sports, but we're not going to neglect the, the national stories. And the Major League playoffs have been awesome so far this year and it brings back some of the romanticism that we had growing up and why we love baseball so much listen they still have their issues but let's put them aside for now and just talk about how good these games have been you're seeing upsets you're seeing teams advance that we never thought would advance uh this has been a lot of fun well before we even start on that i want to bring up what tommy brought up two podcasts ago about you know the 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 mlb playoffs with the new format Yes. With the team sitting six days. Yeah. Would it affect them? It looks so like far, it has. We, yes, it looks like it has. Right? Yep. The Dodgers are gone. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, Atlanta's gone. You I know, like the Braves, so whatever, but, but I, you know, I wanted the, the Phillies you know, to the win. The Phillies wind up winning that series. So it's my other it, team. It, and, and listen, it, we're, we're, as we said, we're broadcasting on Monday night. We got a game five tonight between the Indians and the Yankees. Yeah. If the Indians wind up winning that game, we got the three highest payrolls in baseball, all gone. So these playoffs have been exciting. Um, mm-hmm. The only team that's been an exception to the rule has been the Astros. Um, I said from the beginning I thought they were going to win the World mm-hmm. Series. I thought they were going to play Atlanta, obviously Atlanta. And that's the beauty of baseball. We, we talk about it all the time, right? You start the playoffs, and the Phillies' biggest problem all season was their bullpen. What did they do? Their bullpen shut down Atlanta. And Atlanta's bullpen wasn't able to shut down Philadelphia. That was the difference in that five-game series. So the, these playoffs have been exciting. I mean, we got the Padres, um, who haven't hosted a playoff game other than the fake mm-hmm. season that the Dodgers. Right. And still, to me, the Dodgers have not won a World Series since '88. If you guys are going to count that fake sixty-game season, <laughs> um, I don't. Um, there were no fans in the that's stands. That's what you're saying. That's what ha- that's what the Penguins need. Yeah, yeah, a sixty game season, <laughs> 60 yeah. season. Or, or thirty game season. Yeah. Um, no, these playoffs have been exciting, and 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 I'm I'm really looking forward to the uh, American League Championship Series mm-hmm. and the National League Championship Series. Um, you got Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, you know Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. You got some good pitching on both sides. You got you Darvish. Uh, you got Aaron Nola. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, uh, Zach Wheeler, um, Joe Musgrove has been yep. fantastic in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I've watched more baseball mm-hmm. already in the playoffs than I have watched all year. The games are exciting. They seem to be um, 
They don't seem to be dragged out as long this year. I don't know. Uh, there's no pitch clock yet or anything, but it, it doesn't seem like, you know, like like I've made two mortgage payments in the time one game got done. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it feels like even last night, when was the last time you saw a professional game end on your ticker, on your, mm-hmm. on your TV, on your channel guide? Before the when, before, right. before it was on yes. three other shows. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just seems like there's a better pace this year to the game. Yep. Um, and I agree. It's been fun to watch. Um, the Braves got braved last year. They did, you know, they were the right. eighty-eight team win that upset everybody. This year, they got upset by the eighty-eight team Phillies or eighty-eight team win Phillies. Um, yeah, Phillies, San Diego. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I like not having anybody to root for. Right. You can just sit back and enjoy the games. Two teams that I really. And even though it is Philadelphia, I don't really hate the. I mean, you can't hate the Phillies. I don't know. No, I love the Phillies. That was always my second team growing up. That's two of my kids' names. Michael and Jack. Um, now, one could be argued named after the, the guy sitting to my right here, but um, or I, I would rather right. be named after Jack Mike Schmidt. Mike, yeah, I mean, Michael Jack Schmidt, right? Named so, after me, it's not kind of cool, but right, I yeah. thought he was talking about Jack. I thought that was the name he was calling you. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you two are rare form tonight. Wow. Um, anyway, uh, no, I've since the early 80s when they Bake McBride and Gary Maddox and Steve Carlton, Dick Ruthven, Larry Boa, Doug Rose, Doug McGraw. Remember McBride's tops card with the with oh, the, with the, the hair, hair. Oh. of course. I love so I love the. Nobody films. was better than Oscar Gamble, by the no, way. Right. Oh, oh his, yeah, yeah, that hair, late seventies. Yeah, um, he defined the Afro man. Jeez. That thing was awesome. Um, but I'll be rooting for the Phillies. That's my other team. I love the Phillies. So hopefully they can continue their role this year and make it this series. One thing I want to point out, speaking of, you know, who knows what we're going to be talking about today. We've been all over the place. But speaking of Philly, if you haven't been to a game at Citizens Bank Ballpark in Philly, and I've been to several, that's a beautiful ballpark. They took the best of PNC, made it better. Now, you don't have the skyline the view. Yeah, you don't have the the beautiful scenery in the background. But that ballpark is gorgeous. And if you're a baseball fan of the newer ballparks, um, highly recommend. It's a four-hour drive from Pittsburgh. If you live in Pittsburgh, it's an easy drive. Um and you see actually a competitive baseball team. So uh highly recommend the Citizens Bank ballpark. Yeah, experience. that's one nice thing. As much as the Pirates suck over these last few years, if they ever did get good again and you wanted oh, yeah. to do some travel, I mean Philadelphia's a great park. You mm-hmm. can drive down to Camden Yards when they play Baltimore. Cleveland. Yep. Cleveland's got a nice park. Um Cincinnati's a you know That's a, a shit Well, it's not a great town, but it's it's a nice it, the park is where it is set up. There's a nice little part of town you can stay over in Kentucky, which is right across right. the yep. bridge, mm-hmm. and uh, come across. Yep. But uh, there's some nice road trips if you ever if the Pirates are ever good enough to want to be able to travel and watch them playing in. But yep. one thing, you know, Michael and I were talking about before we went uh, on air. I don't understand. Again, I don't watch baseball all through the years, so I don't know that this is a thing. But what's up with the chore- with the choreographed home run trots? Oh yeah. And how do you not eat a baseball the next time up? I mean, what? What are no. we doing here? He walking. This dude's rocking the baby, and Garrett Cole doesn't drill this dude. I mean, what? I mean, the one dude for Philadelphia, that Rice oh, Hopkins yeah, yeah. or whatever, slams. Yeah. You know, he yard darted the bat right into the ground and stuck into the ground. And I mean, what? the game. What? The game has changed, Tom. A little right? bit. A little, I mean, little bit. A little in many bit. ways. It's changed. Yeah. Wow. Way. And and you don't see as much of that in the regular season because yeah, you're right. If Naylor comes up again against Garrett Cole. He's eating one right in the ear hole. Yeah, right. And Cole's going to get suspended. 
Now, Naylor knows Cole's not going to do that to him because he can't afford to get suspended. So he's rocking the baby and pumping his chest. And you're still down 3-2. I'm not really sure what that did. But, I mean, it was a nice shot that he hit. And this is the new game. I mean, right, yeah. Hoskins got all that pitch. Yeah. And I guess these hitters now are so frustrated with these right. pitchers beating them all and the time. And the umpire's it's, not knowing balls oh, and strikes. I, I, I text Mark yeah. on, <laughs> on Saturday. I, I was losing my shit. I, these umpires, this game is so hard to play, especially now. The velocity is so, yeah. so much harder yeah. today. And the spin rate is so much more. And these umpires are missing. The, I'm, and I'm not talking just missing. I mean, there was a ball in the right-handed batter's box that was called a strike. And I, I wasn't rooting for anybody. It was I was just like, this is this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And I first thing I did is pick up my phone and text Mark. I was like, he's probably like, what the hell are you even watching? But I was watching the game, and it just the well, umpires have been bad. Part of it is is that these catchers anymore with this framing, framing. crap that they do, everything they catch, they're moving the ball a foot. If I'm the umpire. The first thing I say, the first time he does that, I go, every time you do that, I'm calling it a ball. <laughs> every time. I mean, they're moving, the, they're catching and go like this. Everything's, you know, you can't see what I'm <laughs> doing. But, I mean, you know, they're moving at 6, 8, 10 inches sometimes. I don't know how umpires are supposed to call that, for one. And for two, I would respect Garrett Cole so much more. I would have had a stroller. I would have sent somebody to Babies R Us and bought a stroller. And when I he struck Naylor out the next yeah. time, I would have had somebody walk the stroller out to me <laughs> with a with a starting lineup of Naylor in it, pushing it back to the dugout. If that guy done that to me, I mean, I never seen nothing like that. Bob Gibson, I know no half oh, of people don't know who Bob Gibson right. is. Listen, oh, you would have ate one. He didn't care. Oh, he would have been in the hospital. He would have hit, but he would have hit Naylor. He would have <laughs> went up in the stands and threw at his mom and his grandparents if they were in the game. Whoever was there that might have been remotely associated with that dude oh, would have gotten the imagine? ball. I, I just don't get it. I know we're the old guys and right. you can stay off my yard, but, but holy cow, man. Yeah. I got no problem with you being happy and celebrating. But I think even Dion was at home watching that go, woo. That's, that's, that's <laughs> too much for you, Dion. That's, that's too much. Not that Dion ever hit a home run, but I mean, <laughs> holy cow. Yeah. All right, let's keep this energy going into a, a Fast and Furious Factor Fiction here. First one. Mitch will be the starting quarterback even when Kenny's cleared. Fact or fiction? Well, I, to me, you have to paint the scenario. So here's the scenario that I'm going to give us. Right, yeah. The, no, the Jets. This is what I'm talking. Fact or fiction, brother? Will he he be the, came back and won the game against the, about last this week against yeah. the Bucks. I've already said on this era that I that I'm predicting that he's going to beat Miami. Mm-hmm. To me, Kenny will be cleared to play for the Eagles, Eagles. game. Mm-hmm. So if those scenarios happen, I don't see there's any way he takes Trubisky out. Tomlin left himself a window to not have – it's not taking Pickett's job away from him. Um, and I think Tomlin and the Steelers organization has wanted Trubisky to be the starter all year. This gives them the perfect opportunity. I think Trubisky is the starter through the bye. So I'll say fact, fact. to that. Mm-hmm. I'll say fact too. Uh, even that was a the, long lead up to that. Yeah, and you the, couldn't see it. But I, yeah, Michael I just I was really kind of paused. Took there. a deep breath in, and he's, and he's definitely going to be the starter for the Eagles game, just because they don't want Kenny to get killed. Dolphins. Um, no, you said, you he's going to be no. He's going to. Oh, you're saying Kenny's through the yeah, bye? Okay, yeah, okay, they okay. through the bye. Um, Mitch is going to start the Eagles game after the the Dolphins game, even though he's going to lose the Dolphins game because it's just it. it the, the Eagles' defense is for real. I mean, for real, for real. And I just don't see any scenario where they bring Kenny back 
early. It's going to be probably later in the season when they're out of it, mm-hmm. and then there's no pressure on them. Just let them go play. Yeah, I, so I, I think say, this is the perfect scenario uh, for Tomlin, and not that we, he wanted Kenny to get hurt, but yeah, he's wanted Mitch to be the quarterback. This opens the door back up again. I'm saying fact as well. I think Mitch is going to be the starting quarterback for the foreseeable future now, without a doubt. Next, and we talked about this a little bit. Um, so we'll, we'll move through this one quickly. But fact or fiction, long layoff we talked about for Major League Baseball for the respective division it led to what we saw in the division series, that these teams just – they came out cold. The teams that played in the wild card were, were ready to go. Um, so fact or fiction, do you think that was probably the main reason why we saw all the upsets we saw? Yeah, I, I think it's a fact. I, I, I think the teams that made the wild card were in playoff mode – all September, right? They mm-hmm. they every game that they played was a playoff game. Where the Dodgers won 111 right. games. They had a uh, clinch. When did they clinch? Early September. They admit playoff I think, spot. Uh, September 13, 14. Yeah, I think they something. clinched in June. Yeah, right, yeah. So yeah, it, it's absolutely a fact. It played a factor in. Even though that I, I noticed, and I was watching late in the season, I wanted to make sure that the, the these teams that had already clinched. We're still playing their starters. They were, but the urgency wasn't there. Not like for the Phillies and not like for the the Padres. It was just different. And when you're in that playoff mode all the time, and then you got these teams like Tommy mentioned, mm-hmm. oh, we got a, they got a six-day layoff, and we like the news, but you can't turn it on and turn it off. So, yeah, it's a fact that, that it had a, a definite impact. I think it's a fact mm-hmm. compounded by the fact that the teams that we're talking about, the Yankees, the Dodgers, uh, even mm-hmm. the Braves. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were they knew they were in the playoffs. I mean, you know, they may not have clinched at different times, but they didn't have the urgency that these wild right. card teams did. These wild card teams have been playing, yep. you know, playoff games since June, and you know they just haven't had a chance to reset. And I think these teams, these teams that just sort of coasted in, they got six days off. You know, hey, look at us, we won 111 games. Hey, we're the Yankees, and all of a sudden, the team comes in, smacks them in the mouth. And just wanted it more. I really, I think yep. that. So yeah, I say fact. I'm with both of you on that one. Uh, last one. Sid will play in 70 games this year. We just had that nice discussion. Um, so fact or fiction? Will Sid play in 70 games? This is tough um, because he never seems to wind up getting there. I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say fact more because I want it to happen because I truly think that Sid has one more great year before he's We're done. saying it. Yeah. Um, he's, he's off to a great start. start. Yep. Um, and I, I, I really think there's a there's there's an MVP. Two games in. I think there's an MVP season for him left. I, he's not going to win. The, he's not. I don't think he's going to be able to score. Sid doesn't care about points anymore. So I don't think he's going to score enough to be in the scoring lead. Uh, but I think he's got a chance to have one more dominant MVP type season. And I think this is his best chance to do it. So I, I'm going to say fact, mostly because I'm hoping it does. Because I want to see it pay off for him. I want to say fiction, just, and I think it's a good thing for it to be fiction. It probably is because I, I, I would rather see Tom see the Penguins win one more Stanley Cup before he dies. Because once this guy retires, it's not going to happen again. So I, I would say fiction. I, I, I'm hoping he plays 55, 60 games, and mm-hmm. I think that's a good number. And not because he's injured, but because he just doesn't need to play. If you're mm-hmm. the five seed, the four seed, the six seed, who gives a shit? As long as you're in the dance and you're healthy once and you're fresh, not just healthy, but you're fresh going into the playoffs. So I'm going to say fiction. 
I'm going to say fiction for the same reason. I hope it's. I hope this is fiction. I want him. To, I want Sid around 60, 65 max, uh, and fresh and ready to roll. Legs looking good for the playoffs. Uh, because if that's the case, I think he can. And listen, he's played great. In the, it's not like he hasn't played up to Sid's standards in the playoffs. I think I thought he was incredible last year before the cheap shot from Truba. Um, but I think. Th- to, to our point, the, the less minutes, the less wear and tear on his body, uh, the better off come April and May when it really counts and, and let him carry this team through a Stanley Cup run. The other option would be to win or lose every game 6-2. It's a lot less yeah, crucial right. minutes yeah, there at exactly. the end, too. This is true. Yeah, sit him down for <laughs> half of the third period. We can coast through that. Losing right. on purpose, isn't that illegal? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Although, let's close it up, fellas. What do we got? That's all the hey, let me start us out. Let me start us out this way. We always take your heat. Yeah, so no, no, that's all right. Let, let me start this one off because I this has been bugging me all week. And I told Michael this. So we talked last week about Dior Johnson in that situation. Innocent to proven guilty. All that, of course. However, in light of those circumstances of Dior supposedly, allegedly, I guess is the correct word these days, um, beating up, I guess it's his girlfriend, right, or whoever, you know. Um, Jeff Capel at ACC Media Days, he's asked about it. Obviously, he knew he was going to be asked about it. Um, how he did not have a better answer prepared is beyond me as someone who worked has worked in PR. But he comes out and says, we feel for Dior. Let, if you haven't heard that yet, let that sink in for a second. We feel for Dior, a guy who's just been accused of aggravated assault. We feel for him. What? To me, and I said this last week, that alone, I would have fired him. As soon as he walked off the dais in the stage, he would have been gone. And the fact that this has not been talked about as much as it should be is appalling to me. Um, This is a guy who yet again proves he has no idea what he's doing. What he's saying, what he's doing, how he's at, nothing. I mean, that is appalling. And for, you know, all the cancel culture people that are, for him not to be held accountable for that statement is beyond me. Uh, as I said, I, I would have fired him. End, end of discussion. Done. I mean, this guy is an awful, awful representative of my university. Um, it's it's disgraceful, and that's just you know that should be strike seventeen for him, as far as I'm concerned. That's my rant for the week. Mine is um, uh, something that happened yesterday. Apparently, um, Kevin Dotson uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, which we didn't have time today to go into our two ups and two downs for the for right. the Steelers games, but if there was a down, it was definitely be Kevin Dotson. I mean, three penalties. You know, he held on. He held enough to get a penalty, but still let the guy go enough to knock Kenny Pickett out of the game. I mean, you want to talk about a wow, double dumbass move? But yeah. um, no matter how bad he plays or whatever, you know, he apparently got death threats online last night. Yeah. And you know, I just say to the fans out there, I mean, what's the matter with you? Yeah, that's ridiculous. And that's the problem with social media. Everybody's yeah. a tough guy behind their phone or the keyboard or or whatever. But you know, to if you ever. <laughs> If you're ever watching a Let's sporting not lose event, sight of the fact it's a yeah, game. If you're ever watching a sporting event or anything, if it's not something that directly relates to somebody walking into your house and smacking your mother, <laughs> there really is no reason to go online and issue a death threat to somebody. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And people just gotta get, you know, this is where, you know, we talk about sports, it's what we do, it's what we love. 
But my God, there's some people that just got to get a grip yeah. on things. It's a yeah. football game. Yeah. Right. Who cares? Who cares? Right. Who cares? You know, it doesn't matter that the Steelers won or lost or Kevin Dotson did anything. It shouldn't affect your life to the point where you pick up your phone or whatever and you tell somebody, another human being, that you're going to kill them because they committed a penalty in a meaningless football game. And I just, I feel sorry for those people out there. And if it, it, I just hope it, you know, you hope it doesn't continue, but you know it will. Right. But it, it's just a goddamn shame. Gosh darn shame, darn it. That uh, that's that, two. We should have a jar here. Yeah, yeah. no if, for Tom. If, if goddamn, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I work too hard it, for that kind of money. But I, I'm out. I can't do this podcast anymore. But uh, but no, I, I just it's it's it ridiculous. It's, it's, it's absolutely sickening that people would have do that, and it, you hear it all the time. High school refs getting death threats because they made a call in a high school football game. It's just it's disgusting and it's a shame. Well, I'm going to end on a different note. And usually I've been upbeat. You right? have been very Listen, positive. Last week yeah. I gave you the redeemed team. Yeah. And, yep. You know, everybody liked it. He's rolling his eyes. I, I have no You're not as upbeat like, as I am. No. I'm just going to say that. Well, I'm not going to be upbeat right here. i got to tell you, as much as I've loved the Major League Baseball playoffs, there was a game Saturday between the Astros and the Mariners that set professional hitting back 200 years with a broomstick and I don't even know what straws you mean, or straw, something for something yeah, hitting with the ball. Tape. Yeah, yeah. If I, I'm going to throw these stats out because you know I'm a stat right. geek, these two teams played 18 innings. Mm-hmm. They went 18 for 123 with 42 strikeouts. I, I, you, That's you, some entertaining baseball now, right there. I would never issue After a death threat. After saying how good it was, but it did cross my mind <laughs> that I wanted to threaten the entire lineups of both teams. That was the worst exhibition of executing hitting I've ever seen in my life. And that's where the game of baseball sometimes I'm like, I love it. And then I watch a game like that. It was so, and somebody said it was a pitching duel. No, it wasn't. Listen, I'll give pitching the, the I'll, I'll give you the pitching any day of the week, but the execution of the swings was the worst I've ever seen in major league baseball. When you 18 of 123 for with 42, 42 strikeouts in a Major League Baseball game. I That's listen, what the game's become. I, and, and it's sad. So, I, I listen, as much as I'd love the playoffs, right. I just had to point out that one game that just was like, boy, that was a well, gut Well, thankfully, that's been the outlier. It's the, been an outlier. outlier. Yeah. Well, when I say outlier, woo! Yeah, it certainly was. All right, well, that puts a bow on this week's episode. Well done. I feel like we, we could go take the um, crossbar like they did at Tennessee. And just walk off the field. And let's take it to the bar, you know, like yeah. they were doing. They were yeah. walking it down the streets in Nashville. Take, then right have down. a go let's find just take it. Take it down 22. Find how about, a guy with the, how about <laughs> having the stones for, a, <laughs> a for an athletic program that's got a $1.4 billion endowment to start a yeah. GoFundMe to pay yeah. for the goalpost? The whole thing's hilarious to me. I mean, they were they had video. I was watching it all night. I couldn't sleep. Sad. You go on Twitter. Here's another video. There's yeah. the goalpost. There they are. Heading, yeah, there they are. Yeah. yeah. So let's just take, let's do the same thing. Right down twenty two. All right. Right I'm into in. the city, and we could throw it into the river too. I'm in. All right. Very good. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. As always, really appreciate it. Until next week, this has been ABC on Pittsburgh Sports. Take care. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.